into it. Is it starting right now? Yeah, we're starting. All right. We're recording. We're starting. All right. Hey, guys, here we are for episode 141 of the Brew Chat podcast from behind the quarantine walls. Uh, yeah, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. They're still open. Open till 8, I believe. They're uh, open from noon to 8. And I'll bring your stuff out to your car. You can still come in and shop if you want to. They've got a nice hand hand sanitizing station. There we go. I'm like Larry King up in here. And uh, so a nice hand sanitizing station. You can get clean, get your hands clean, go shop around. Wear gloves, though, and you should probably be wearing a mask. Just uh, they're not saying that, but I think you should be wearing. I think we should all be wearing masks when we go out in public. But, uh, yeah, get on down to Riverside Wine Spirits. They've still got Everclear, from what I understand. So if you need hand sanitizer, they've still got that. And they still got plenty of beers, and those beers seem to be doing pretty good. It's deemed an essential service, so beers and alcohol will still be there. So Riverside Wine and Spirits right there on Manufacturers Road. We've got Ethan and Natasha, you know, Ethan McFall, Natasha Ferrer in the house. All right, hey. coming in remotely, so we'll do that. But I'm going to hit the theme song and pour me a beer, and then we'll get into it. My fades are messed up. I've got all my shit fucked up in this. But, uh, yeah, we can hear each other, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> cool beans. Yeah. How are you guys living? Uh, quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, drank more than I've drank, I think, ever. Yeah, I'm low-key built for this. I've been, I've gone through, like, not even exaggerating, probably, like, seven handles of scotch and whiskey. Damn. It sucks. My tolerance is now so high. Last night I had like, I don't know, 10 glasses of wine. I'm serious. And I like was just like, "Eh, I'm kind of tired now. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I kind of honestly the other night I got a little bored of drinking. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was sitting around drinking, but I was just by myself. And I was like, I played some guitar. I uh, dug up my Legos, started sorting those. Nice. Um. Which, that's good. That'll take up a good amount of time. Uh, and, yeah, rigged this shit up. Yeah, it's just weird. Super weird. It's like yeah. almost like a forced mental health break, though. Oh, for everybody just to relax? Yeah, just to be like, no, I'm sorry. I know you need to work, but fuck you. You can't. Right? There's so many people that are just like, I have to, though. It's like That's yeah. me. Because he's fine with it, but I'm very like, uh, I need something to do. Same, I need a that's how I am. Task. That's why, yeah, I've developed a little things. Like, I've cleaned the shit out of my place. Um, rearranged my living room. Just cleaned and under the stove. Around. Like, just done anything I could find. Just because, yeah, I'm like you. I need little tasks to yeah. do. I can't just sit and do nothing. Like, I can sit for a little bit and do nothing. It's not doing nothing. That's what I'm trying to explain to her is that I I deep clean the apartment. Once everything's clean, I have a bunch of candles. I can uh, smoke and watch movies for a very long period of time. Yeah, yeah. If I can find any good movies, I can burn three days doing that. And I love movies, but he'll be like, I'm like, look, I wrote today for a side job. I applied for this grant. He's like, I watched four movies. 
I played video games. I was also productive. I'm like, it's different. Yours is fun. Mine is so productive. A burden. I won two NBA championships on 2K. That's not nothing. Yeah, I've gotten back into GTA 5, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. Having a great time. It's actually kind of neat because it does sort of scratch this itch of just hanging out with my buddies <laughs> and just getting into shit. Cause you can get in there and just drive around town or whatever. And then cause mayhem. It does scratch a weird social itch there. Social itch. Yeah, I can see that yeah. for sure. So it's been handy. What have you guys uh, been watching? I mean, I watched gentlemen last night, that new, uh, that Matthew McConaughey movie. Yeah. Solid? So, Oh, it's so, it's so interesting. Richie. Guy Ritchie, I don't know. It's I'm not going to like butcher it, but it's like based on real events. It feels like. So it's cool. Harvey Weinstein's in it. Like at the end of the movie, it's them like handing a script to Miramax, Harvey Weinstein, but Miramax produced this movie. So it's like, like a, they, they kind of like make it feel like this all happened and it's all crazy. What? But it's like, it's like shows how gangster and like actual thugs run like Hollywood and like a lot more than you think. Yeah. And how actually pretty true like even when they inflect it for movie like movie purposes like the guy telling the story will be like come on that didn't happen he's like yeah but i'm writing a script it's a guy pitching a screenplay yeah we started the larry sanders show from the 90s yeah after watching a five-hour documentary on gary shandling um we i mean we watched everything we wanted to recommend though because we're about to rewatch this. Have you seen A Perfect Sense? No. Oh, my God. It's so underrated. It's Ewan McGregor. Um, it's a... Eh, I don't think it's an American film. It's set in, like, Scotland. Anyway. But it's... Uh, an epidemic happens where you lose each of your five senses one at a time. So, like, first, everyone loses their sense of smell. And then it escalates. But the way the movie is done, you feel like you're with them losing your senses. All I mean, it's so, it's huh. so awesome. Maybe not good to watch now. Like they they lose this... their sense of hearing and the whole movie's like silent. Well, don't right? give that away. Well, then everyone knows the senses. That's not a spoiler. Yeah, I That's... inferred it. Yeah, but, you, you know. You're... It, it's crazy. It's a great. It's like for this, it's a great movie because it's epidemic. Like, Fucking, um, what's the movie? Quarantine or whatever is like the number one movie on Netflix right now. Yeah. Or Contagion. Contagion, yeah. I understand why you would immerse yourself further in it. No, just turn on the news, like for real. Ugh. I've, uh, I love, I've been loving watching, watching, uh, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, get up. He's like, know. he's leading this charge. Oh, yeah, he's, like, on the internet. People, like, love him. No, he is kicking ass. And it's, like, looking at this presidential election that's supposed to happen this year, it's, uh, why aren't we running this guy? Like, I would love for this guy to be running. Like, he's shown great leadership qualities through this crisis, but no, it's, like, the fucking Democratic National Convention is going to get in trouble for, like, elder abuse by trying to jerk old Biden out of senility. Yeah, how is voting? Yeah. It, I'm worried all the old politicians are going to get it and die. You're worried? I'm thankful. That'd be well, awesome. Well, I mean, I don't want a lot of people to die, even if I don't like their politics or not. I still don't wish death. Then, you know, you're not socialist enough. Oh, my God. 
Eat John em. Prine Eat has, has dead, it now. He's not, dead, he's not a them. politician, but John Prine got Corona. Who? Someone just passed away. A famous country music singer. Yeah. How's that? You're from Nashville. What have you heard from Nashville? And your parents are still up there, right? We just yeah. saw your dad this weekend. We actually went because I know you're not supposed to leave the house, but my stepmom left weeks ago with my little brother and sister because my sister is severely immunocompromised. So she left and went to her parents' house because they have an extra, like, basically apartment. They renovated their basement into an apartment. So she's staying there having every grocery, everything delivered, like yeah. just hold them up. So I'm not allowed to see them and I can't see her. My dad's been alone this whole time, like weeks before we even went on quarantine. She mm. was like, I'm getting away now because I'm worried. You know, she's ahead of ahead of the game. Because he's still doing stories and stuff. He's, he's a, out doing his job so they he can't a, risk it. Right. He's a news reporter. She, she's like, you may bring it into the house and then my little sister could be at mm -hmm. really high risk. Anyway. So my dad's been alone for weeks, kind of going crazy because he likes family being in the house. Like he doesn't like the alone time, mm -hmm. which I wouldn't like either. We're similar. So we went to just see him to help his sanity. Mental health is just as important, you it know? It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So we saw my dad. We stayed with him. We just went on a hike. We didn't go out, obviously. Cooked at home. Shot BB guns in the yard. Oh, yeah. I, got, I shot BBs. He has a BB. His son has a BB gun. <laughs> it's a Red Rider from a, a Christmas Story. Yeah, and we just set up bottles and in the back they have a big backyard and we just knocked down targets. It was super fun. It was really fun. I'm a better shot than Ethan, and I was shocked. I was like, boop, 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 boop. I was drunk. So doesn't count. <laughs> you wasn't drunk. You were just using that as an excuse. I'm always drunk, man. This oh whole, this whole, I've been drunk for this entire. Like, I'm gonna wake up and be like, "Corn, what happened?" I blacked out for the whole thing. Yeah, God, that'd be I, yeah. It's just everybody's in this motion of let's run out the clock. What activities you got? Yeah, you know, because there's not really anything purposeful to do. That's something I've struggled with on my end. It's like I feel like I've got no purpose. I've got nothing to do, and so that's why I've had to. I've created little things for myself. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing that. I told myself I give myself one full week to just like. Party. Basically, drink Party. and not give a fuck. And then our um, two-year anniversary is tomorrow, so we're obviously gonna drink and have fun to celebrate at home on Do April Fool's Day. And then after that, yeah, I'm gonna he make that dinner for Daddy. Yeah, exactly. But after that, I'm gonna try <laughs> to do a whole 180 and not drink and try and do like at-home workout, just something where I feel healthy, yeah. not slobby, drink drunk. Yeah, that's some I've been struggling with the physical aspect of it. It's like I need to I've not been drinking as much as I actually thought I would be. I'm, right. I'm off. I need to like Defcon Red, I'll call it that. I'm off Defcon Red, which was basically any time I went out, regardless of what I was going for, I grabbed beer. Yeah. But I think I'm off of that now. I may go back on it shortly, but I thought I would be drinking a lot more and like I said, like the other night I got kind of bored. I was like, okay, I played guitar. I've, uh, you know, I've, I've watched some YouTube videos. I've cooked some food. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, what now? Kind of. You're kind of off, man. Getting drunk is never gets old, man. Yeah. Well, thankfully when I got on Grand Theft Auto, it <laughs> fixed that. 
Because <laughs> that was a good time, just getting drunk. And that felt like to me, like the, that social itch that it scratched was like the same social itch you get from standing around a fire with your buddies, drinking beers, jumping over the fire, maybe just doing stupid shit. It's that same social itch you get from that. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my friend one time on uh, Grand Theft Auto, you could do a cheat code where you fall from the sky. Yeah. Yeah. And we tried for probably just drinking and for two hours trying to land on the blimp. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it because there's stupid shit like that that has nothing to do with playing the actual game. Just like, no, nah, dude, I bet we can land on that. I bet we can land on the blimp. We did it for like two hours. And when we did it, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. you've already had seven beers trying. Like, for you've been wasting so much time. You land on the blimp. And then sometimes you, like, celebrate and the guy will fall off. You'd be like, no. But it's like doing cocaine, but a video, <laughs> but in a moment. No, and it's weird too. I've not played it in years, and I've been playing online with some buddies, and we all used to play it. So it's like getting the gang back together, first of all. <laughs> and but we've all not played it in years, and it's such a different game. There's so much different shit to do now, and uh, I even like paid extra to get some sort of expansion pack thing that gave me a bunch of cars and a million dollars. And I've got some dune buggy. I'm pretty excited to get on there and wreck some 10 year olds later. I've got some dune buggy. That's got a machine gun in the passenger seat. So yeah, I don't have Xbox live. And all my friends are like, you got to get it. Like it's quarant. It's like a different world in quarantine. Like yeah. everybody. Yeah. It's it. like I said, it scratched a social itch that I didn't necessarily even know I had. And it was just like, Oh, I feel like I've gone and done something with some buddies now. Okay. Yeah. We did a surprise birthday party virtually for Ben Dalby. Mm. There were like 20 of us. And we like hid out of the shot and called him. And then we all were like, surprise. But with 20 of us, it was, it, it that was sweet. But it was just then everyone talking over each other. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't tell you one sentence one person said. Because it's 20 of us just, and it's, vert, it's weird. It's like, the same as if 20 of us were at, like, Barley on the patio. Keep your story We're going. not all I talking. To, I have to pivot the table because my computer's going to die. Right. You're keep, having, keep like, side conversations, but you can't do that virtually. You know what I mean? Yeah. If there are 20 of us on this, I can't have a side conversation with you while Ethan talks to, you know, so yeah. that... It's different. It takes adjusting. There we go. And like I said, like, I super miss going to Barley. Out of all the places, maybe yeah. there in Pickle Barrel. Yeah. Just going, like, chilling at those places. Not even for anything in particular, just going down there on the porch, especially on a Thursday with A&A going on. Going down there, and it's like everybody's walking up and hanging out on the porch, and it's a nice evening. You miss fucking around, yeah. man. It was yeah. the best. Yeah. I miss it. I was, uh, when I was playing videos yesterday on the stream I was doing for the Palace, there was, I played... Who was it? Uh, shoot. Comic? Yeah, it was from Once Rowan a Month. Young. Rowan Young. Rowan Young. Yeah, I played her set from Once a Month. And Hi. I didn't watch it before I played it because I assumed you do a good job of picking people. And as I was sitting here watching it while it was streaming, you could hear Olivia's laugh in the background. And I'd forgotten about it. And it was <laughs> such like a... Like a heartwarming thing. I was like, oh, that fucking laugh. She... God damn it, I missed that laugh. Someone, uh, David, I, my... David Sarton asked us all what we what, what we were up to, and I was reading everyone's comments, and Olivia was like, 
uh, I have the same laugh even when I'm alone at home. <laughs> I'm like, that is kind of creepy to picture. <laughs> They're walking around her house like, I can't <laughs> even. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you, you realize you missed the little things because uh, my favorite thing was uh, watching out-of-town comedians react to her laugh. Yeah. 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 Uh, Shane Torres came for like the seven-year anniversary show or whatever. And uh, her laugh, he was killing and he heard her laugh. He's like, your laugh is haunting. And it got a huge laugh. And then I saw him go to the, I saw uh, next week at the Comedy Cellar at the, in New York City. He used that line. I'm like, I guarantee he originated that line in Chattanooga because he heard her laugh. What do you say? You're like a Batman villain. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I can't. I'm I vaguely it. remember him commenting on it. It's like, I don't even know Olivia that well. Right. But it's like her laugh. Like everybody knows that laugh. And it's something I'd kind of forgotten about. And then I heard it during Rowan's set. And just like, man. Yeah, it's those little things. Like, Right now, I'm drinking a Bell's Oberon. Uh, let me change my cameras. We're drinking. I'm drinking a Gers Amber. Yeah, I'm drinking a Bell's Oberon because a Bell's Two Hearted is my go-to whenever I go down to Barley. So, I grab this just for the occasion. Yeah, I get that one a lot. I would, yeah, I was telling her I would, like every Thursday, not even the show. I get a fifty dollar. We book, I get a fifty dollar bar tap. So I'm drinking whatever beer I want to. Yeah. And multiple of them. So I'm trying all like the beers and nice uh, ones. Uh, nice yeah. ones. And Barley's got seriously, in my opinion, maybe the best selection of taps. Oh my God. Yeah. We're drinking. Oh, yeah. Well, Ethan is a Barley. Um, bring so growler. Message with that one. We bring a growler. So we got two of these. One is Gerst it's a, it's Amber. A Amber. I'm not sure from where. Cause I don't know. I, I wish I could remember Yazoo, right? Yazoo. It's Yazoo. That's right. Yeah. I've been in right mind uh, to just buy a keg of something. That's a great idea. Oh, yeah. Who, who, someone uh, was like, we're selling kegs. Uh, Barley. Barley. Barley's selling kegs. Oh, shit. How much would a keg be? Uh, it just depends. Uh, I could get one for probably 80, 90 bucks. I was going to guess 100. Yeah. 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 You have a healthier alcohol consumption. I'm a liquor mostly guy. Yeah. <laughs> At my I house. I used to be. I've been there. Beer, I've been there. But I've just been destroying some whiskey. You brought up Everclear earlier. I might get some. Have you ever drank Everclear? Oh, I did in college for sure. But I bought, I bought some to use as hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. Like that'll clean yeah. better than rubbing alcohol. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mixed some up. I poured some on some moist towelettes. And you could. Did you ever? Ha yeah, me and my friends did Everclear nights in college, where you just take like you take like two shots, and everybody's like, "Ah!" And then you take one more, and you black out. <laughs> no, see, we never drank it like that, but we would use it for punch when we threw parties. Like we had not gained the knowledge that, like, oh, shitty alcohol makes you feel shitty because we used to not get hungover, and so we would throw a big party, and we would. Take like, some Hawaiian punch and some fruit and chop the fruit up and put it in a big punch bowl and then just pour like a whole bottle of Everclear in there and stir it up. Yeah. We it did that. Great we, called punch, it, though. we called it hunch punch. Yeah. Hunch punch. Yeah. I think that's a general, not that we coined yeah, the term. There's not like a recipe for hunch punch. It's just eh, yeah. whatever you throw in there on a hunch. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most fraternities have recipes. I remember one time I went to visit one of my friends and I watched him and his buddy play. You gotta put this exact amount. They've been doing this for 10 years and it starts great parties. <laughs> nah, this you, uh... juice. You all of it. This juice has defined Kappa, Tappa, Shappa, Wappa. <laughs> my recipe generally was uh, depending on how crazy you wanted to get, two or three bottles of Hawaiian punch, some fruit. And then a bottle of Everclear. Have you ever shot it straight? Fuck no. It's like drinking Satan. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. You know, it would be like four of us and we would just pour a shot and it's like a lot of buildup. You take it and it's like you're possessed by it. It's like your whole body. It's numb. It's crazy. You can light your hand on fire with it. Oh yeah. my God. It says yeah, on the bottle. your hand in it and just light it. Drink. And it'll burn Tanner, the Everclear, but not your hand. Tanner, do we drunk. We drunkenly made a bet the other night. Obviously, it's drunk because it's just titled "When This Is Over," which is very vague. But it's for when uh, everything is open back up legally. Yeah. When the restaurants open and social distancing is over. Yeah, I've got to pick an exact date. Exact yeah. date. Yeah, it's ten dollars. It's too. a ten dollar buy. No one's. Pay- bought in yet it's okay. just about three four five six we've got nine people in it right now okay so with, a pretty good little pool yeah with dates ranging from i mean may to september okay what, what's the criteria like social distancing is over and we're allowed to go back out to bars restaurants open and social distancing is over okay. you can group out again in chattanooga in chattanooga i will say June 24th. Nice. No one's picked that date. I'm writing you down. June 24th. You think restaurants are open back up? 2057. (laughs) (laughs) 2020. (laughs) What if, though? What if this was just, like, the start of Mad Max and the Wasteland? I've thought about that, too. I've thought about people sick... With Corona coming to my door, picture like a you know zombies. There we go. <laughs> no, I'm ready to go. Coming to the door, trying to like loot, trying to get toilet paper or something, coughing like a zombie would. Ah. Oh, here we go. I am ready. I want. Oh, problems. let me show you my ninja weapon. I want problems. I'll chop somebody's head off. My pen is my sword. What is the phrase? I don't know. Your pen is your sword, right? (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That is a terrifying image right now, Tanner. You look like Freddy (laughs) Krueger from the 1920s. (laughs) No virus ain't getting me. (laughs) Dude, that is a sweet knife. Yeah, this is real sweet. Yeah, check this out. I got a samurai sword. I'm not going to get you. Boom. And I'm going to get two of these, and I'm just going to go Deadpool on people. But the key is, boom, sword fight. I got you right here locked. Boom. Boom. Oh, fucking shiv them. Oh, yeah. That's my secret weapon. So, yeah, I'm embracing anarchy. You know, part of me is kind of like, I think this could be, uh, I'm choosing to look at it positively. Optimistic. In, In a nice 
politically correct way, I think it may bring, um, and trust me, I'm giving you the unpolitical correct after, but in a politically correct way, I think this may make shit a little better after the fact. I mean, it's bringing a bunch of issues to light, like the homeless issue. All of a sudden, L.A. can magically semi-solve the homeless issue. Well, they do. Not until, the, you know, so things like that. It's bringing our health care system. We're getting to test out universal basic income for a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. So yeah. at the end of the day, I think, you know, and I've not heard politicians bickering in a while, which has been kind of refreshing. So right. at the end of the day, it may, I, I think it's going to make us a better Everybody species. As, not just America better, but a better species. But then also in the not politically correct way, I think it's a culling that we uh, maybe we did not need. <laughs> let's I feel let's that. Uh, cull some idiots here. And you see these idiots like uh, these fools that went down to this 2100 or 2600, whatever number it was in this church congregation in Florida. They issued an arrest warrant this past weekend. This pastor at this mega church still had his church service and was like, come on out. God will protect us. Your prayers will protect. We've got technology in this church that the minute someone sneezes or coughs, it tracks that and sends out chemicals that are antiviral, antibacterial to halt the spread of that virus. It's like, so you've got, you've got back like antibacteria turrets. Like, no, you don't. And, uh, yeah, he got arrested. It's the Holy Spirit. Oh, my God. And he got arrested. That's yeah, they awesome. arrested yeah. him for, I can't remember what the charge was, but I know similar charges have been, like, acts of uh, homeland terrorism or something like that or disturbing the peace sort of stuff. But, yeah, they arrested that guy. And it's, like, good. But at the same time, these 2,100 idiots or whatever it was that decided it's like, no, I'm going to pray and I won't get this virus, so I'm going to go to church. That's yeah. not how viruses work. It doesn't care what color you are, what religion you are, anything. It doesn't work that way. So, and in some capacity, and may, it, I, mean, I, I wouldn't be super upset if the world was minus a few idiots after this thing. Yeah, Bill Burr, every single special comes up with an, every single special he has a bit where it's a new way to kill massive, like just start bombing cruise ships or like just way to kill people we don't need. I love that bombing cruise ships bet. It's so good. Cool, cool. Pick back up where we left off. Well, that whole the whole um, church God thing. Also, though, why say God will protect you from the virus if you believed in God? Wouldn't you think He started the virus just like He started the plague? I mean, I, or do they think the devil started? Don't, don't dissect. I, yeah, I don't even know. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just uh, right. Yeah, if it's, it's any just, like darling, have some common sense. Like you're not supposed to get together, right? Like, yeah, and why re- even risk it? Like, uh, how about the Lord can protect you, me at my house? Do we yeah. all need to get together? Well, I don't there's know. so many things. Like we're streaming this. Stream your church service, right? These like, people don't know how to use technology, Tanner. This is yeah, a pe- they can preacher find people provide. that know how to do it. They can but they're people. so cocky. They think they're like, they. I don't know. Like pastors, some of them think like I am the hand of God, and he and, and they think that so insanely that they think they're protected, mm-hmm. and then they just use. It. 
because they're stupid. They're just so unintelligent that they don't understand. Okay, back to what, real quick, back to what? No, I want to have a point before I forget it. Back to the point of, Tanner, you said this may make it better, you know, in the end. I think we were all so concerned with, oh, my God, we're relying too much on technology. You go out to dinner and everyone's just staring at their phones, blah, blah, blah. But that was all by choice. And now where it's flipped to where we have to rely on technology and we all now have to be on our phones and be on the Internet and use technology to communicate. Once we come out of it, I think we'll be on our phones less because it'll be like, oh, that was too much. Does that mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I could totally see that. Because there um lots of little things like that. I seriously think it may be, it, it may be a better place by the time we're done. Just because of small things like that. Like, we'll realize, like, in this moment, like, little things like, you know, uh, like, I don't know. Right now, I'm dying to go camping. I'm trying to go camping at the end of this week. But they've closed down state forests and parks, national forests, national parks. So I've got no, all of my places I regularly go camping, I can't go. And this is just a personal example, but it just makes me want it that much more. So I'm trying to hit some private spots that I know, but yeah. And I don't like being on my phone anyway. So now that I'm forced. Right. Yeah. I'm always the. Asshole at the table who's like, put them down. But yeah, I think, I think it's going to be fun. I think the parties when this is all over are going to be good. Oh, it's going to be so good when we can walk back into Barley on a Thursday for A&A. And it's like we all just won a war or finished a heist. And we're all hugging yeah. everybody and be like, dude, you fucking made it. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so yeah. good. It's going to be so good. <laughs> be like, really dude, fun. round of beers on me. You get the next one. You get the next one. You get the next one. We're fucking doing it tonight. Oh, I bet they'll do, I mean, I don't know if they'll do deals, but that would be awesome. Like, like let's all get drunk. Because sometimes that's not the mentality at a bar, but it's like, no, let's all get drunk. Yeah. Half off. Everything's half off. Everything's We're half all off. Broke. Let's get wasted. Dude, something I've loved, uh, it's kind of restored some of my faith in humanity. Is just the general, uh, like, people just helping people during this. Oh, my God. I'm on the... Um the service industry tips where you can anonymously or whatever with your name, Venmo servers. So you just put your name, like I just put my name in. Started so, by Eddie, right? No, no. no. I keep saying. We don't have to talk about who made it. He promotes it a lot, but it's someone else. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a great just, service, but shitty, shitty dude. Oh, okay. The guy yeah. who started it? Great thing he's made. But I mean, Hitler created the Volkswagen, so. <laughs> But yeah, but just through that, because you click it and a name pops up. Because I was like, "What? how does this work? So I'm just in this. It's at random. So, so far, I've made $95 total. And then the other day, he just got a $100 tip. Like, I'm 95 collectively. Five here, five here, yeah. 30 here. And friends have helped, which is so sweet. But he just got $100 and a, a lady was like, this is, you work at my favorite restaurant. I miss it, but here's a tip. I mean, mm. so, it's just so nice. Yeah. yeah, I wish uh, I there for a minute. I was trying to help out around town and like still order and eat from places. Yeah, yeah. I've got no income coming in. Right. So no, it's hard for artists. Yeah. Do you? Uh, there's an artist grant. 
Uh, I already got my check. They were super fast. You what? write what you do. Yes. You asked for up to 500. I asked for 400 because I didn't want to be greedy because I didn't know. It's Arts Build in Chattanooga, Arts Build. So they're local. And now, of course, I got I got my check immediately, 400. And I was like, oh, I should have asked for 500. But I'm glad I wasn't greedy, yeah. whatever. But I just wrote, hey, I've lost. It's what you lost. I'm like, I lost all these stand-up comedy shows. You write how much you lost from each gig. And I just did this month in April. Um, it extends beyond that. They, but sent, you know. they sent her 500 drink tickets. It was awesome, which is how comedians get paid. He's making a joke. But yeah, I got yesterday in the. In Take them to any bar, they're good anywhere. I've not been around just, people. I can't get these weird, subtle inferences right now. I know. I will send you the link, or you can arts build artist grant. Any okay. art, I'm a musician, photography, uh, you know, comedy. And they email me back super fast and then already got the, I mean, it's insane. It, it came faster than I filed for unemployment forever ago and um, a bartender grant that I'm waiting to hear on. But yeah, Arts Build in Chattanooga is doing that. It's really cool. Yeah, I'll look into that because I've got a little bit of work, but not a ton. But still you're losing yeah. money. I mean, yeah. I'm still not, the lifestyle I built based on my income is now completely different. Yeah. So even if I still have like a side job where I do some writing for children, that's not the income. That's not my rent though. That was money that I used toward, you know, same. groceries yeah. or wine, you, you know, like it's, yeah, it's not like the same. I'm, I've been dropped down to basically my side gigs, which it sounds like yeah. you as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a couple side, like what were side gigs or now, now like, yeah, like what was straight up my fun money basically. And is now like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm I'm, th I'm I'm trying to like forward think and like think of like jobs that are gonna be for the future. And I'm honestly about to start trying to be a trained bounty hunter. Like this Dude, person, this may go back to like I would be disappointed if we're allowed to carry involved. Like, give me a hit and I'll make money from it. Like, I want to start like really like killing for the greater good. You know what I'm saying? Like wiping out the people we don't need. Like if you're seeing somebody who's got symptoms and is going out in public, send me their in name and I'll kill them. You know what I'm saying? I've got a red. <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm investing in a horse and I'm just going to start riding around town. And like the bandana, I've already got it. Nose up. I'm clean. Mask on. Dude, you want to see my bandana I've got? Well. Yes, but you disappeared again. <laughs> Natasha, she went outside to see the cats. Nah, check this out. I got this thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Dude, ride with me. We keep our horses six feet apart, just taking people out. Yeah, it looks like I have the most epic turtleneck ever on right now. <laughs> you look like such a scholar. Yeah. Oh, nice. Ain't getting me. <laughs> right into the wind. I put a hood on. I'm a goddamn ninja. Heck yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Do you think it'll get to a point where people start burning down buildings? I, I give, I, anarchy happens. I'm excited. As long as, uh, as long as there's still food. Like, which that, that does mildly alarm me is like, if the people that are picking our crops 
and working in slaughterhouses and working in the distribution side of our food, if that starts breaking down and they start getting sick, that's going to be an issue. As long as there's food, people are going to be pretty well behaved. But if food starts running out, it's going to go to shit real quick. Yeah. Have you, yeah. How often are you going shopping? Have you gone? Uh, what's your last trip? Uh, well, first of all, I like in this situation that I can legitimately call a grocery shopping trip now. I can call it a supply run. <laughs> Fucking love that. I know she's got a that it sounds right. a lot cooler. Yeah, it sounds way cooler. And I have to prep for it. I can't just go. It's not a willy-nilly thing. I have to be like, okay, yeah. I got my gloves. I got my thing. I can... And now I'm starting to wear a mask. I think everyone should be wearing masks. Um, but I guess like maybe four days ago, I've stocked up. I, I'll go on a supply run here and there and just stock up on a little more shit periodically. But mostly when I just have to go out for beer. Yeah. And I'm not I don't, I'm not trying to hoard at all. I'm just trying to have enough for myself, but Oh, same. We didn't buy extra yeah. of anything. Yeah. We're we'll low, we're low key we'll... low on toilet paper and it's extinct now. Yeah. Um Yeah. If you make it out I did see at the Walmart neighborhood market on the corner of Ashland Terrace and Hickson Pike, they've got some. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my dad gave us a couple rolls when we left his place. <laughs> It's like, thank you, because we didn't buy extra. Because we didn't want to be the people who are taking yeah. it from others. Like, we'll just get one pack. That's what we need. And we'll get some when we run out. It's been really interesting to me. Each time I have gone out, I've gone to a different grocery store thinking like, and I was right on this, but just thinking in general, I was like, well, each grocery store will probably be out of different things. Right. And I was right, but it's been very interesting to check out different grocery stores and just see what people in different neighborhoods around town prioritize. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, been really interesting. Because, like, for example, like, like, at one grocery store, they will be completely out of Cliff Bars. <laughs> but then you go to another grocery <laughs> store, <laughs> and the Cliff Bars haven't been touched. And to me, the Cliff Bars, that's like, you could survive on Cliff Bars, like, one Cliff Bar, maybe two a day for yeah, a good bit. Like, they are chunked full of nutrition. And yeah, but then, and then you go to some and the little Debbie's are sold out and then you go to others. The little Debbie's haven't been touched and yeah. some like they're all out of potatoes, but they've got rice. Some they're all out of rice. There's potatoes. So I don't know if that's like clearly a white population going to that, that one that's out of potatoes, but. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Ours is like uh, the Walmart we go to and shop at is like in a low income place, like mostly uh, black people, Hispanic people, low income houses. And, you know, just like the ribeyes and stuff will be wide open. Like the steaks, yeah. like the expensive stuff in the meat aisle is good. But I, I went to Publix and like somebody just bought the entire meat aisle. Like, yeah. is there a, there a limit? And it's like, oh, you have so much money. Fuck you. Yeah. No, but there's, also, there there's... are also poor white people like us. Oh yeah. Of- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. She's trying. What have you guys stocked up on? What, what's uh, what's y'all's been y'all's food plan? Well, that too. It's not, we've been getting frozen food because any any vegetable I got, like I got tomatoes, just like you know cherry tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I like to snack on, but that's just, they they went bad. Any pro, you know what I mean? So now it's like, well, fuck. Then I had to throw those out. The milk I had to throw out because I'm not using 
a gallon in any way. How are you not talking about my, I got a chili recipe that's fantastic. He makes an amazing chili, but we have all these frozen foods. I'm like, I'm going to get fucking fat, man, if I'm just eating Hot Pockets and Bagel Bites, because that's what lasts. It's stressing me out. No, They're you can buy, buy some stuff that's not frozen food, but you can still freeze it. Like broccoli. Yeah, I've got a giant pot of chili that I've, I've made three bowls already for the quarantine, but it's like 12, 13 meals, steak, beef, vegetables, super healthy. It's, really good. it's super good. It's the only thing I know how to make, but I make it's I, I cooked one today. It's just a massive bowl. And now we're good for a week and a half. Yeah. Easy. No, I so need I just, to do something like that. I bought, I, I went, you're right, Natasha. I bought a, uh, a good bit of frozen food, but I'm trying not to touch that. Because there's going to come a time, we're not there yet, but there's going to come a time in the next seven to ten weeks where we may be locked down on stay-at-home orders. We're almost there, but you're not going to want to get out because the risk of getting sick is going to be so high. Yeah. You're not going to want to get out. And uh, doing what we're doing now is good, but it's it's going to hit us. Like, it's just a storm front moving in, basically. Yeah. And so I'm trying to save my frozen shit for that. And so I'm trying to consciously eat stuff. So eat my produce, but it's like, like I just had a loaf of bread go bad. Cause I bought one of those fancy bakery loaves. Cause that's all they had and ended up getting moldy. So Damn. I had to throw it out. And, uh, and I'm not even against cutting that part off and still eating it, you know, like, Right. But it was bad enough to where I couldn't do that. Damn. And then I've got uh I've got some frozen meat. I've bought a bunch of like chicken and stuff like that that I've got that's like actual chicken, it's just frozen. Yeah. So you don't have to just eat hot pockets, but Yeah. We've already eaten one of our cats actually, it got so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was really sad. Natasha was crying, but she was like, It it's good. But it's so oh. good. I miss it. Ew. I went to a big river the day they were, I heard that they had closed where I work for all the listeners. Oh, um, this was awesome. I was like, Oh, I want to go check it out. I can't, I mean, I knew they'd close eventually, but so I'm going to go check it out. Uh, pick up this paper on unemployment. See how my managers are doing. So we went and Ethan was fighting me. He's like, why would you go down there? Why would you, I was like, I let's not. just go. And then we went, and my managers were like, well, all this wine's going to go bad if the bottle's already been opened. Uh, get whatever you want. And I was like, oh, should I leave some for other people? They're like, no, no one else is going to come by. So we got 30 bottles of wine. We're, like, packing bags and bags, and I'm taking them to the trunk of my car. 30 bottles. And they were gone in three days. Yeah. Yeah. We have been drinking, yeah, I've been talking to my friends who I like, who when they hang out with me, they drink a lot, but when they're not with me, they don't drink that much. And I'm like, how much have you guys been drinking? Like, not that much. I'm like, I've been drinking this entire time. What else are you going to do? There's nothing. I wake up every day and I'm like, what can I do? I'm like, I'm going to, I don't know, watch a movie, drink whiskey. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's, uh, I've tried to not drink until the evenings, but yeah, usually in the yeah. evenings, I'm still drinking. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we already covered it. Productive people. Who are you trying to just do it though? Just lean into it. I don't know, man. I just I feel like I've got to get some shit done. Same. Yeah, I just I like the feeling of somewhat of accomplishment that I can achieve, which 
is harder and harder. It's a mind that is drying up by the day. Yeah. Like, because I just feel like my brain isn't getting stimulated enough. Even if I have projects at home, it's not. It, it, my mind is at this like <clears throat> lethargic kind of state where it's like I like going out and I like being stimulated yeah. by social situations. That gives me energy. Yeah. Even talking to the ladies at Walgreens that I see every time I go and I know their name, like little things, but it's like, what? You know? No, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, Sitting uh, at home all she, day is driving me absolutely insane. It's uh, coming out in your writing. She's writing for uh, like, would you rathers? And she's written like a hundred and what? I get, yeah, I'm getting paid to write, would you rather this or this? I did children ones and now children I'm doing for 50, adult. She wrote 50 would you rathers for children. So like silly, like, would you rather ride a unicorn or own a pony? Or they're better than that. She's, um, and then she's what written stupid kids gonna say a pony. I mean, that was my dumb one. Hers are actually good writing. Like she's a actually, unicorn's a pony with a horn. Don't make fun of what I said, okay? Hers are good. <laughs> and then they did only do fifty children one, and then what are you like on a hundred and fifty? Oh yeah, then adult they, dirty ones. I'm so lucky though because it was just that one job, and then they were like, "We love these. Can you do fifty adult sex ones?" So I did that, and then they hit me up. Hey, can you do fifty more? They pay me when I said they pay me the other half when I do edits. So the adult ones have needed no edits, not to brag. And then they just hit me up again. They're like, hey, could you do 50 more adult ones? So I've just been writing would you rather questions for like the past two weeks. Nice. Hit me with one. What's one of them? Oh, yeah. Get them out. You get your laptop. Go grab your laptop. Oh, okay. They're so fucking Would good. you rather ride a unicorn or a pony? Mine is mine are dumb. She asked me for some, and I'm just sitting there like drunk, like I don't know. But hers are good. And yeah, we've never been good at coming up with would you rather's, unless they're like really fucked up. I mean, it right? takes no. Me I out. told her, I told her, uh, because she's writing like decent ones. I'm like, put a really, really dark one in there, and those are the ones I can come up with. I was like, would you rather put down dogs for the rest of your life, or watch a child commit suicide one time? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's about my speed. Yeah. That's Hold on, we lost visual. You want to hear a few? Yeah. Uh, before we do that, though, I just realized this lighting I've got set up, like, look how majestic I can achieve. <laughs> like a unicorn. Oh, man. Yeah. Hold on. Take it in. It's like I'm staring into heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that back- you here. That black uh, backdrop looks dope. Okay. Uh, I mean, they're all just, just, so, just okay. Would you rather accidentally shit your pants during a funeral or throw up on the bride at your best friend's wedding? Mm. Probably shit my pants at a funeral. Cause you can be subtle about it. Yeah, I can be subtle. And I feel like I've shit my pants before. <laughs> so I know how to handle that. And you'll be wearing black, so it may not be noticeable. Yeah. All right, that's a good one. Keep going. She's yeah. got so many. They're all pretty great. I They're mean, all just as good. They're great. Some are better than... Okay. Um, would you rather star in a porno titled Revenge of the Salty Yogurt Slinger or direct a porno that was based on the night your parents conceived you? 
Mm. What was the first one? <laughs> I feel like uh, being in a porno about your origin story would be like le- cathartic. <laughs> yeah, directing a porno about where I came from wouldn't be too it's bad. It's like uh, Shia LaBeouf made that movie about his dad. It's like yeah. you your dad in giving birth to you. Yeah. I feel like you'd accomplish something. Feel Feel something. Okay, would you rather uncontrollably burst into tears every time you got an erection or uncontrollably recite the Pledge of Allegiance every time you had an orgasm? Definitely crying whenever I had an orgasm. (laughs) Or an erection. Yeah, Yeah, it's so hard right now. (laughs) Yeah, definitely crying erections all right i've never been this hard (laughs) please (laughs) this is ethan do you have an answer oh me uh yeah crying in the erection i think that'd be crime okay yeah Yeah, i can work with that yeah just like like when you're like whenever you're doing like a fun fancy sexy night just like she shows up and something you're just like oh that's so hot I'm sorry, baby. It's not you. I'm just so hard, and it just feels so good. Oh, harder. <laughs> my penis is touching my belly button right now. I've never been this 90 degree angle. Is not even possible. Just, I didn't even know it was Just spread it. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Oh my god. Okay, I'll do just a couple more. Don't ask men boner questions unless you want to hear that kind. Of I know, right? <laughs> Okay. Uh, would you rather give oral sex to a circus clown who is telling jokes the whole time you were doing it, <laughs> or receive oral sex from a mime who silently mimed out every sex move before they did it to you? The mime, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no questions asked. Mime. Yeah. God, mine's Yeah, there is oral sex getting tossed up with strangers. I'm receiving. Oh, just... <laughs> Always. Like, if there's strangers and oral sex getting thrown up in them, I'm not giving oral sex to strangers. I'm getting it. Yeah. I'm getting it, something. If one or the other has to happen, I'm going to be getting it. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm surprised you think you're that alpha, man. All right, I'm trying to find one on a different. Uh, yeah, she's been writing not like these nonstop for the past couple of days. <laughs> They're super interesting. Okay, I'll do two more. Would you rather see this is for women, but you guys can relate because you're men? Would you rather sleep with a man, or it could be for a gay man, whatever? I'm whatever. Would you rather sleep with a man who had to scream angrily at his penis to make it erect? Or sleep with a man whose foreplay was talking to each of your boobs individually as if they were people. Wait, it seems like a female oriented. It is. I wanted you guys, if you were a woman, you got to put yourself in a woman's shoes. Okay. Picking it up now. Yeah, if you were a lady. But you've already got the ponytail. How, how are they talking to the boobs? As if they're people. How was your day? Lucy, okay. good. You had a good day. I don't know. I like the screaming. I like the screaming erections. Okay. Get hard. 
do it. Like he's mad you at it. Fuck her. Now get hard. Yeah. See, that's equally as terrifying. It's terrifying. Okay, I got one. Okay, last one, last one. Would you rather meet the love of your life only to discover that every five years their genitalia switches to the opposite sex or meet the love of your life, but every time they have sex with you, they sing, I know a song that gets on everybody's nerves the entire time. Oh my God, I forgot about that. I think, honestly, I would go with the uh, switching sex every five years. I would too, honestly, because every time you made love, it was, I know, a song that gets on it. I mean, I would lose my mind. Yeah, that would be crazy, but it could be very interesting if they switch it up because, you know, they're female and then switch to male, which is, I don't even know, this, but it's just, ping, it pops up. Right. And then you're like, well, I know you're still the same person, but... uh Let's try it out. Worst case scenario, you switch back after five years. Right? That's you progressive. Just... I would do the genitalia. I mean, it's like, yeah. if, I mean, and if anything, I'm just be like, oh, I'm familiar with that genitalia. You switch to mine. If I uh, had a vagina, would you go down on me? I mean, yeah, because <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I don't switches. Want to do it just, I mean, I wanted to make that it as real. It spices up life every five years. Yeah. Huh? Just spices up life every five years. Yeah. Five years isn't that long, too. If, if it is the love of your life, five years, that's not. <sighs> Why? What would you pick? Everybody's nerves? No, I couldn't deal with that. If you switch, I don't know, if you had a, you got a penis every five years? <laughs> yeah. It starts out know. like a little tadpole. I feel like I'd finally have somebody to play video games with. What are you doing? It's such a disturbing <laughs> image with the majestic background. <laughs> oh. It's it's going to touch me. <laughs> Get out of my face. <laughs> I felt violated. <laughs> but I'm also having yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that's what I've been doing. It's fun. I mean, it's fun light work to get paid for. But like we talked earlier, it's not like enough to pay my yeah. rent. Yeah. The grocery oh, trip start, or, yeah. you know. I'm waiting to see tomorrow if our landlord's going to charge us rent. I don't think he will. He knows us pretty well. And he doesn't yeah. have a ton of tenants. Mm. Yeah, but landlords have to make money too, you know. But he, I know George. I've known this. He's like a, he just went to jail like a three weeks ago. I feel like you probably shouldn't say that on the, edit, cut, What do you, cut. she thinks podcasts. She didn't say his last, or he didn't say his last name, so we're good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't. I get paranoid. The FBI doesn't watch or listen to Brew Chat. Oh, like. they listen to Brew Chat. I don't know. You don't know who listens. It's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, dude. Alex Jones is gone. You need to fill in. Oh, yeah. He finally. Uh... He's off the airwaves, or is he still doing stuff? Uh, last I heard, he got a DUI. And then he was just ordered to pay a ton of money uh, to the Sandy Hook victims. Which I don't even know how that works. He like, was ordered to pay money to people? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how that works. Because to me, that's a direct... I, I mean, I agree. Saying Sandy Hook didn't happen is kind of bullshit. But... Oh, I used to... I remember when that... 
like there was a there was a big video that was trending on Twitter when I was in high school about it not being real, and I was like, I was a when I was in high school, I was a Twitter social justice warrior, and I would fuck people up when that stuff came out. I'm like, mm. you're so stupid. That's not real. Like, of course, those kids, they were like showing the parents and saying they're not grieving properly. I'm like, you're a monster. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like, it's definitely not a good thing, but I don't understand how that works. Really? Like you say something, it's like, I can say shit that upsets a group of people, but what makes it where they can, that surpasses like libel and slander. And right. free speech. Like, I don't know. He makes up stuff all the time. He can make up news stories. Yeah, Isn't but that? what's the difference? Why Why the Sandy Hook thing? Like, I wonder. Like, why, why because he said Sandy Hook was fake, why is that the particular thing that he's forced to pay money on? Because he said a ton of bullshit that's not real. Right. You know. Uh-huh. Alex Jones. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just don't know what it is about him saying that Sandy, which... It's clearly bullshit, but my point is he said a ton of bullshit. So why that one in particular? Is it because it affects... It's not actually happening. He's just picking the narrative he thinks is going to rile people up. We're talking about right now. That's that's what he's good at. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what makes that because, I mean, I get it. There are direct victims that lost children and all that. So that's not good, but... He said tons of bullshit. So why not crack down on all the bullshit? Yeah, he's just one of those guys that's similar to Trump who was just like, oh, if you just stay in the headlines and pick that kind of stuff, stuff that's going to grab people's attention and their curiosity, honestly, like why now you're thinking about it. Dude, speaking of guys like that, have you guys watched Tiger King? Yeah, the whole thing in a night. Well, don't spoil it. I've not finished it. I'm three episodes in. I just watched, uh, which episode I don't even want to spoil it for people watching this. Just go watch Tiger King. Episode but, three is the Carol backstory, right? Yeah. 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 That's probably my favorite episode. Honestly. Uh, no, this is a show. I got into this thinking, because I've often had the thought, my cat Daisy. I was like, man, if I could get a tiger that had the personality of Daisy, I'd be set. That would be dope. Outside of like the feeding logistics, I'd be Oh, sad. you're thinking like a white trash Floridian. Yeah. And uh, so I've thought that for years. So I heard about this documentary and saw the advertisements and Everyone. I didn't really watch a trailer, but I thought it was about people that just owned big cats. And then I get into it. It's got everything you can ask for. It's got original music. It's got murder. It's got intrigue. It's got like, no matter what, it's got it. I know. It's amazing. It's insane. It's got I've, so many ugly people. I want <laughs> I want you to uh I want to talk to you when you finish it. That's it. Okay. There's one episode that I I was I got very disturbed and I was like this really made it really dark and not in a fun way and Yeah. But I mean, interesting, but I'll, it went from, cause you laugh at it and you're also like, what? But there's one episode where I was like, Ooh, this is uh this is a little heavy. This is a little, yeah. hit the tone. I thought of the whole show. I don't know. Well, I will, I'll stop, but you know. Okay. Yeah. I'm super hesitant on that stuff 
she was watching it and I was like, I refuse to watch this kind of stuff. It's like, reality, it's like Honey Boo Boo. It has the same feeling to me. Like when people were telling me to watch Honey Boo Boo, mm. they were like, this is humanity at its worst. Like here's dumb. It's like, it's more nuanced than that, which is what I was like trying to play video games in my room. And I was listening to it and I was like, of course I want to see a tiger. <laughs> what gets me is, uh, is it's really showcased. I, I see your comparison to Honey Boo Boo, and it is that in a little bit, right. even though it's I hated Honey Boo Boo. Feel, which I avoid stuff like that. Like, yeah. Anytime people are cramming down, like, watch this. It's crazy. You won't believe these people. I'm like, I don't like to see that side of, I don't know, just humans. Yeah. It's bad. Makes me cynical. Like, that, I watched it, and it depressed me. No, what's crazy depressed. to me is that uh, each of these tiger people these big cat people, they're all fucking crazy. Oh my yeah. God. Get Which to the, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, put a camera on them. Nobody gives a fuck. You're going to yeah. make money. They feature they're like crazy. all of them. And each one of these tiger people is fucking nuts. And they're crazy. You, cause you learn each profile as the show goes on. You're like, they're so similar and yet all crazy in such different yeah. ways. Like, I, I thought, I mean, it was, it was, very entertaining. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm super into it. I've been watching it at night when I go to sleep. Uh, yeah. I hate stuff like that. He says that, but we watched the whole thing in a night. Of course you can't look at it. And I never once said, do you want to watch the next one? He just kept letting them play. So, okay. Yeah, I'm what, solid. Watch the, Her- the Aaron Hernandez shit, man. No, see, I don't watch any of that. I don't watch the Michael Jackson documentaries. I don't watch Aaron Hernandez stuff. I don't want to see the fucking... I know it. I know it's ugly. I know the underbelly of America is hideous. I don't want to stare at it all the time. That's a valid point. That is a valid yeah, point. Yeah, I'm just going to drink booze and watch movies. Leave me alone with this. Everybody sucks. <laughs> oh, all these people are crazy and stupid with way too much money and power? I know. Mm. I don't need it. I started rewatching Marin. Have you watched his show? All the way through three times. Dude, I love Marin so much. His new bit and his new special where he talks about Trump, I th- I mean, it was so good. And I can't wait until I can interject it and use it on my parents. But he was like, I think we can all agree that if you went to a car dealership and Trump oh, was yeah. the guy to come out and sell you a car, you would want another guy. Like... And yeah, he's, that, I mean, he elaborates on it way more. I'm not trying to do the bit, yeah, he's, but he's, it's uh, like, yeah, we can all agree on that. He's hitting home runs right now. Yeah. yeah. especially good. And I've liked Marin for a while, even before his show, but on his, not this special, most recent special, but the one before it was like the first time I've ever seen him do stand up where he seemed like he was genuinely having a good time. Where all the other times it seemed like he was up there to rant and rave. Cynical, bitter. Like, yeah. And just like, he wasn't enjoying being up there. Yeah. He's like, um, essentially like the, like he's punk rock. He'll still bring his notes on stage and think he pain. He was pissed the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like telling stories like, Oh, like he doesn't do massive. Like think he pain was great. Cause he didn't do mass appeal. He was doing references to like, Oh, I don't care if you get the references. This Mm -hmm. is for people like me. He, yeah, and and then now he's gotten mass appeal by not trying to to do it. I don't know. He's he's brilliant. He's smart. Now his show's so good. <laughs> it gets off the rails a little bit towards the end, but oh yeah, you can see him just like this is how my life would have gone. Yeah, yeah, 
And I can appreciate that, but I also, I would have loved for him to do that show Seinfeld style. And cause it was set up for that to do just the reoccurring, like you can kind of watch the episodes out of order a little bit, at least in the first two seasons. There's not a whole lot of carryover to each episode. There's a I'm little a bit. Mover and watching everything serially. But I would have liked for him to stretch out the like, oh, this is just Mark Marin dealing with his crazy life and getting podcast guests. I would have liked a little bit more of that and then have it go off the rails. That was the like that was the pitch. That was the pitch. I'm sorry, yeah. Chronologically, right? Yeah, everything chronologically. I I watch everything chronologically. People are like, oh, you can sit around. I'm like, I don't do that. But well, I'm just saying that is a show where you could like if it was on reruns, like back in the day, you could catch a Seinfeld episode, and you didn't really have to know what was going on. You just, oh, it's Seinfeld. You get the shtick, and then you can watch any Seinfeld episode. As long as you watch from start to finish. Try to watch a Seinfeld episode from the middle, and it's like, what? Yeah, I don't get yeah. any callback because it's all tied, all of it. Yeah. So it's like, ah. Very little callbacks on Seinfeld. People no, say, it all ties together. It it's like Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's all very tied, but it's subtle jokes. I feel like we're getting, we're getting ranty, but. Uh, I mean, I we, can... we ain't got shit else to do. That's right? Yeah, I'm pissed off. <laughs> I'm yanking a show here out of my ass. Yeah, man. This is, thank you for doing this, by the way. This is like, great. Yeah, I'm trying to do this and then do a little bit of a live stream thing for Palace, the Palace yeah. showcasing some stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just like I feel like people need entertainment during this time. Right. For sure. The, comedian, like, the comedians I respect are putting out terrible content. <laughs> I hate online content. Like, I hate internet comedians. Like, and it I'm, can and, be done well, but it's not really it done well. Some great content, yeah. also. It's not, you know. Oh, I like it, but I'm. It's just an insecurity where I'm just like, I can't do that. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I've tried to film him doing stuff, and he he's like, "Don't film this. Don't put this on the internet." Mm. Have you been watching Natasha's stories? They're a drunken mess, but they're very. Funny. I've seen some of them. Yeah. My Instagram She's stories are art. <laughs> They're art and they're funny. And I'm just me, okay? I'm just me and I'm real and I'm raw, all right? This is starting a lot of fights. I'm like, working on uh, Ah, fuck it. I'll show you the model. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> Drunken mess. Your videos, you're wasted at like 3 a.m. <laughs> With your hair like bugged out. You got purple mouth from red wine and you're just like... Who said red wine? <laughs> me. It's me. It's just like, okay. You can call. She was like, she got mad at me. She's like, you're just mad because I'm making art. I'm like, you're just pointing a camera at yourself. Okay, I said that I wrong. I was not being serious with that. Phrase, she said but. I'm making art, and she felt it. She like thought she was, and I was like, no, you're not. You're just pointing a camera at your drunk self. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on painting this Millennium Falcon model. What? Brew chat colors. Oh, hell yeah. Because I'm going to put it in front of a green screen and just like. Oh, fly it at the screen. You know, like all, the way they made the initial Star Wars. I'm going to film it the same way, but it's way easier now because we have technology and shit. Nice. But yeah, to do some uh, fun brew chat intro shit, but. Hang on, I'm gonna write this time code down. I gotta go piss. Okay. Okay, nice.
Yeah, a new beer I opened, though, is I opened this Test Patterns IPA uh, from Bearded Iris. Great can. <laughs> Not really a fan of the beer, though. Oh, yeah, the can looks great. Yeah. It looks really great under this light. Yeah, it does. But Have, yeah, uh, it's, any it tastes kind of like a shandy. It's a little too citrusy for me. Mm. Are breweries ever going to do uh, commercials? Like real breweries? Like, are they ever going to do like? Would Monday Night ever do like a commercial? Um, probably not. I mean, you may see stuff online because that landscape is changing so abruptly. But as far as a commercial like, on the level of Budweiser, nah, no. You I think it'd be maybe fun. see it as a local commercial, but I can't remember the exact laws on local commercials. They may outlaw booze ads. Alcohol and yeah. cigarettes. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't drink them, right? That's a thing. You can't drink a beer on a commercial. You have to hold... It's always people holding yeah. it. No one's yeah. ever drinking. But Which is dumb because they do the if same you're thing holding with a brewery, it... But it's local. They're not, like, selling it U.S.-wide. Is... I mean, a lot of them are distributed nationwide. Monday nights everywhere, right? I mean, Yazoo, I, I mean, maybe I'm stupid. No, Monday like, night's a pretty small outfit, actually. They've got two locations, but two good-sized yeah. locations, but they're both, uh, like, yeah, I would say, like, the furthest, I don't know for sure, but I would say the furthest you could find Monday night is maybe... You may be able to find them up towards New York. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. What? Who? What's the biggest independent brewery? Like, are there any ones that started in the past in this brewery boom? Like, who's? Is anybody um, independent that's big? Yeah, probably. Uh, Bells. Bells. I mean, it's right there. I mean, I can't read that. Yeah, it's a little seal that is just like independent craft brewer hmm. place. Make a commercial, man. Yeah, Bell's is huge, though, but they're still technically independent. And I can't remember which. Maybe Narragansett. I can't remember which macro lager was still technically independent. Why don't you ever see or may, you see beer commercials, liquor commercials, but never wine commercials? Uh, wine is too prestigious. It's like a Rolex. You don't see Rolex commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Cable TV. Even like Franz, you box wine. Yeah. No, it's because wine is a prestigious, fancy thing. Even though it's not, it's right. fucking fermented sugar fruit juice. Same as fucking beer. Beer is fermented bread, basically. And yeah, uh, yeah it's not prestigious, but the appearance is it's prestigious. It's fanciful. And yeah, same as like a Rolex or Porsches, Lamborghinis. You don't really see advertising for those. People really care about that stuff. I don't. Yeah. Like those little symbols. My uncle is uh, wealthy and he got me a coat where there's a pin on it, a pin, just like a punk rock pin. But it's like, if people see that, they know you've got money. I'm like, fuck that coat. <laughs> I tried to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> He's, she's. What, you think he's gonna watch this? Yeah, he may watch he's it. He's not gonna watch this. Uh, he gave Your me dad a coat and it was expensive. Chat. I'm poor. His and dad listened to the podcast we were on. And he was like, "I didn't know my dad would listen." I'm like, "Yeah, your family cares, baby." 
I'm living my life like nobody cares about what I'm doing. Anyway, the, I got the coat and there's a pin on it. It's like when people see that, their eyebrows are raised. I'm like, well, I'm going to sell it because I don't give a fuck about pe- rich people's eyebrows. <laughs> like, I don't, it's so stupid. Ah, I'll eat a rich person, man. Medium rare. Pissed off right now. <laughs> you know what pissed me off, though, is I was wondering this today. So I've been growing up my hair for a bit. I had an event on May the 2nd with Naked River yeah. where I was going to cut my hair to give to some cancer kids. And uh, said event's been canceled. Damn. But I need a fucking hair. I want a fucking haircut. Oh, my mom uh, messaged my family today and said if anybody wants haircuts, I'm giving them out. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I'll go get a haircut from your mom. Yeah. She loved to have you, man. She she was uh, very anti-virus early and then has gone completely the other way. Yeah, we we hung out with her and she was like, this is dumb. And we, I mean, we said the same. We're like, because we had done a show, in Na- a comedy show in Nashville the night before that was packed out. So we were like, yeah, it's just a small percentage of people who seem to be freaking out. Because that's all we could see was, you know. And then, what, two days went by and it was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we traveled to Nashville, did a show for probably a hundred, like a hundred people. Over a hundred people. I mean, it was Disc yeah. Insidery in Nashville for a yeah, it's Brad Sativa show, and I thought it was going to be dead because the weekend it was kind of all going down. I was uh, hosting for Eric Griffin from Workaholics mm-hmm. Montez, Montez oh, yeah. and uh, the Comedy Catch had six fifty people who bought tickets didn't show up. So it's supposed to be sold out, packed weekend, and it was like an open mic. There was like forty people there, but we did the whole weekend. Damn! But it was right before all of that stuff, and we were everybody was kind of like, "No, I think everybody's uh, over exaggerating," and then now everybody looks dumb. Yeah. No, I was a pretty early adopter actually, but I stay pretty informed. Like I generally have some. I switch between different news stations to kind of see what they're all saying because you got to look between the lines. You know, generally, there's something in the middle there between what all the news stations are saying, and you can discern what is actually true. And so I watch a couple, and I generally have some news rolling about all day, which probably isn't healthy, but I try to stay informed. And so I saw it coming down the pipe, and my parents, it took a minute to convince them. And finally, they were like, nah, you like to stay informed. So if you're saying, like, I saw you wiping down the table when we went to eat and stuff. I was like, yeah, this isn't a joke. Right. I hope it's a joke. I hope in six months or whatever, I end up looking like the idiot. Please. Right. Yeah. Precautious people are like, oh, make fun of me, please. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I think it was, uh, it was Ryan Darling or somebody said he was out somewhere wearing a mask and somebody called him a faggot. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, people like that. If they end up dead from coronavirus, I'm okay. It's because it's he has a mustache. It's like, call him a douche. Come on. <laughs> Modern up. Yeah. God. But yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. There are like, you sure it was the mask or are people just like, I want to insult Well, I can't that. remember if it was Ryan Darling. I just remember I know someone. Oh, if it was Ryan, it's hard. When you see him, you gotta say, you gotta bring him down. You know, that's how I feel when I see him. When you see Ryan Darling, you gotta be like, douchebag, or like, you gotta say something insulting to just take him down a peg. 
<laughs> Sorry, the beer is kicking in. Oh, man, my four white Russians kicked in a long time ago. Yeah, I'm depending on if I, like, I'll probably just drink. The, I don't want to drink this, though. What is it? It's I just the- got bearded iris. I just don't like it. It t- kind of tastes like pine salt to me. It's too light, almost. It's more of a shandy yeah. than a beer. Uh, when can we taste your uh, beer? What's it called? The one you made uh, at um, that gas station. Charlie place. Murphy. Charlie. Um. Oh, you yeah, know what? Yeah, I'll have to make some more. But uh, it was uh, stout. Called it's the stout. darkness. Darkness. Yeah, darkness. <laughs> yeah. This is before Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like all of them are jokes, and it's like this is before Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> this is before we knew what darkness was. <laughs> no, but it, you're out of it. You're good. I would. I would like to try it, man. Yeah, I'll probably end up making more. It wasn't a super complicated brew. So, yeah, I was talking with Jared actually about us starting to crank up some more home brews. So, it just took a shit ton of Hershey syrup. But I want to make it with Ovaltine, rich chocolatey Ovaltine. That's what I want to use. It's like a Nesquik type powder, but it's better than Nesquik. Ovaltine? Rich chocolatey Ovaltine. I don't know that. It's delicious. Okay. Yeah, it's like kind of, uh, it's a little maltier than okay. Nesquik. So you get kind of like a malted milk, milk ball taste a little bit. Yeah. Malt is my go-to word whenever I'm talking about, I mean, th- those are the, that's like the thing in the beers that I like. It's usually yeah. on the description. So I would say like, ah, this is really malty. It's a good word. Makes me think of owls for some reason. Mm. Because of Reed Landry's joke. What are oh, you malting right now? I just, it's malting. I'm going comedy. Yeah. You know what you know what malting is? No, it's malting. I know, but I'm stupid. He <laughs> doesn't know. I didn't know. I said I know. I don't know what malting is. It's malting. No, there's malt, which is like what's in beer or cereal or malted milk balls, and then there's malt, M O L T, which is what birds do when they shed their feathers they molt well i guess i'm gonna i don't think it's you though i think it i think this source of misinformation starts with reed oh man yeah i've just been yeah if reed has been telling the joke like that it's amazing no, he's he been, hasn't. I just oh he hasn't you just malted. hear it no. okay no i hear it. yeah i'm like that's like what i like in my beer malty uh, do you guys have to, in high school, dissect owl pellets? <clears throat> yeah, owl, uh, like, yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like a ball, and you dissect it, and there'd be tiny, tiny mice bones. I didn't mind that so much. It was like digging through a little wad out of a vacuum cleaner. But yeah. I didn't like dissecting the frogs. Oh my God, the frog that my table dissected w- was pregnant. Uh, and it was so dark. It was like, really? We got the pregnant frog? Dude, pro choice. Take that, give, give it an abortion. We didn't know to her cutting it open. Lick like, it up, just. 
and my teacher came over like, oh, she was pregnant. Get those stem cells. Oh, my God. Did you guys do fetal pigs? No, we didn't do those. That was the darkest shit. I mean, it was Jesus it was like Christ. as big as a kitten, you know, but they're pit and they're all, and you have to really cut in. Yes. Fetal pigs was the worst, the worst one. Baby pigs. It's disgusting. Jesus Christ. No, I just like dissected one frog and that was it. Like the size of like my forearm, pretty much. Where'd you go? <laughs> Public school, bruh. <laughs> Public school. They used to just bring in roadkill and we dissect that shit. Just one of your classmates who got a DUI and killed somebody last week, or got killed, and now you have to dissect them. Oh no, bring my sister. In. Yeah, I would no. dissect a person. Like, in yo, this school. was Trevor. Remember him? In high school, my sister sat next to a guy who always would be like, I'm going to put you in my trunk. Oh, I'm going to put you in my trunk. I'm going to take, you know. And then the police came. She, I had already graduated. She tells the story better. The police ended up arresting him because he had actually put a girl in his trunk and they somehow figured it out and he had kidnapped this girl. But it was just a kid who sat, I mean, he's probably a senior. He's probably, probably 18. Who would sit next to my sister and be like, I'm going to pull you in my trunk. Ha ha. And then like, but he had done that. And then they all found out and he like went to jail. I mean, it was like, like what? Crazy stuff. Yeah. I haven't thought about that in a long time. I had a, this is like a funny story. I had, we had a drug dealer at my high school. And one time we were doing a drug bust. Like everybody's locked down in their classrooms and we had a big parking lot and they locked it down and there was cops everywhere because there was a lot of drugs going on in our high school. And I had a, I was locked down in my science classroom, which had a window to the parking lot. So I got to see all of it go down. (laughs) And there was one dude selling drugs to everybody, but he had a community of people who used to spread it out. So we got to see this guy. Like, get dragged out first. Like, oh, shit, he's out there. And the cops are, like, in, like talking to him. He's like, fuck you. Like, this sucks. Like, you guys are, like, these, you're not giving me my rights. And then we got to watch, like, six people come out after caving. Like, they found drugs in their car, and they would come out, and they ratted him out. And we got to watch him cuss out six people individually. Like, Yo, fuck you, you're a rat. And then, and then it'd be like, oh, shit, fucking Andre's cussing them out. He's like in the parking lot, like, yo, fuck you. The cops suck. You rat me out. And they're crying. It's like, you suck. You a fucking, I told you not. And then that was like one of them. And then you, and then it was two. And it's like, oh shit, they're selling two. And then <laughs> I, out my window, me and my friend Tanner got to watch like six people just go crying to the cops and rat him out. <laughs> like they were giving them new information, but he was just him the whole time. Like, <laughs> They already know I sell drugs. You you ran for no reason. He was pissed. It was so fucking funny. Everybody was crying. He didn't cry. He was cool. I was like, man, that's, that's a real dude right there. Dude, simpler times. <laughs> simpler <laughs> times. I think I got too passionate about that. <laughs> so, I was pissing my pants, dude. It was so funny. Because he would do it and he would calm down. And then somebody would else would come out and point at him. And he'd be like, fuck you. 
He had so much energy. He was just cussing everybody out, and the police let him. They were like, yo, these are rats, so you got to cuss them out. <laughs> All right. Dude, Somebody I else. saw Brady Effler. You know Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Me and him went to high school together, and we were in, like, I don't know, it was 10th or 11th grade, and we were hanging out with this guy, Casey, that uh, was older than us. He was out of high school, and he was, like, our older friend. And he told us about shopping cart bowling one night. And th- for whatever reason, we, me and Brady were out past like what our parents would normally allow us to be out at. And we were riding around with Casey. And this was like one of the first times, at least for me, that was like, Ooh, I don't have a curfew. I'm allowed to just be out. Like this is exciting. And I'm with my older friend. I was like 16 at the time. Casey was 19. It was like, I'm with my older friend. Like, we're going we're gonna to do some shit. And so me and Brady and him start talking about shopping cart bowling. And we go, we're driving, and we see the shopping cart behind the O'Charlies and Hickson Pike. I like, just there, under the light, like it was meant to be. Like, it was a fucking Terminator that had arrived. And so we go over there, and my friend tells, he's like, no, you uh, grab the shopping cart and you lean out the passenger window. Hold on to it. I'm going to drive at like 30, 40 miles an hour at an object. And then you just aim it and let it go. It's like, okay, cool. So we get to the back of this parking lot. I'm leaning out the window holding the shopping cart. And he takes off, hits about 60. And then I let it go, aiming towards that road that runs right there in front of Home Depot. And I'm aiming for a telephone pole, and I missed the telephone pole. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to go in the road. This could hit a car. This is bad. Like, all these thoughts are racing through my head. Well, it hits the curb and just launches into the air, like 10, 15 feet. And every rivet on this shopping cart shatters apart, and it just kind of explodes. And we're dying laughing. Brady literally pisses his pants. And we pull a U-turn in the parking lot, and there's a cop sitting there who is just said we just didn't notice him he sat there and watched us come up get the shopping cart discuss the plan of action pull into the corner of the lot take off at 60 miles an hour smash it into the curb watch it explode he was there for 100 110 percent of it he saw the whole thing he just let us do it and he comes up and he's redneck as fuck and i'm convinced Especially after the night of, I was scared to shit. I thought I was right. going to jail. You're 16 and right. Yeah, I was convinced I was going to jail. But after I've gotten as an adult and thought back on, I was like, no. I was like, I've factored in a few things. His partner stayed in the car the whole time, laughing his ass off. <laughs> this Yo, cop man. was outside. Because all he did is he just waited for us to pull a U-turn in the parking lot, just turn around and leave and just whoop, whoop. And he comes up to the window and he's super aggressive. He's just like, what you little motherfuckers doing? What you think you're doing? You could kill somebody. And gets all over us. And uh, just reams us up one side and down the other. And we noticed that his partner in the car was just laughing the whole time. Didn't get out of his car. And we were scared shitless. But after I got some time away from him, I'm like, nah, he was fucking with us. He thought that was yeah, just was as like, awesome like, as we did these dudes out but that was so funny and i yeah. also i don't want to talk to these guys who just did this <laughs> but i Wait gotta up. yell because i'm a cop 
Yeah. But I want to talk to these legends. That's and, that funny. And Brady thing. legit pissed his pants. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't blame him for it, though. It was hilarious as fuck. It was so funny. I've never oh. seen anything without a motor go that fast to this day. And this God. is 15 years ago. This day, it just... And those little wheels just... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The the little Man. caster wheels on the front just... You shaking, know, trying to bear with the the sheer speed and velocity that it was going at. They told that story, and they were the kings of the station for like two days. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they scared the shit out of us, though. Like we all thought we were going to jail forever. I went to high school with. Who? What? I said people forget the cops are just the guys you went to high school with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they're not strict. Like it's the guys you bit the rules with, but like bent them too hard. And they were like, yo, I need structure. <laughs> I'm going to go to the military. I'm going to be a cop. It's like, every time I see a cop, I'm like, ah, I know who you were in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I just, I've never thought about that, but everyone that I personally know that became a cop or something similar was somebody that maybe partied a little God, he needed more structure in high school yeah, and now he's trying party, to get that. Like, would get too drunk and like even 16 year olds would be like yo dude you're wasted <laughs> he's messaging me here man this has been, this has been fun if you want to talk after the podcast we're yeah I'm dead. down uh, yeah, we're doing anything. I may pull you in. Uh, I've got a Zoom call with some people in Atlanta. I may pull us all in on that. Uh, who are they? I don't like talking to strangers. Uh, one of them, she runs the Bitch Beer podcast, and she's the director of the women's. When you're, I mean, like taking on the initiative. Of, yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. lady, and then my neighbors on it. Uh, Natasha may like. It. I don't know. I don't. If I don't know people, I don't, this is an intimate thing to me. But if not, I'm not super into that either way. Um, I'm down to do whatever, but I do need to wrap this up. Where'd Natasha go? Uh, she's just come back right now. God Wait. damn it. Sit your leaky ass cunt down. I know, sorry, I had to pee. <laughs> Try not to interrupt the flow. God. All right. Yeah, I can feel the booze now. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah it's Wait. like, I can't review the same amount of beers each episode because I'm the only one drinking. So then it just hits you. Yeah. The thing yeah, about usually this is divided up into three people. Right. And then I can drink a bigger bottle like this because it's yeah. split up into three people. But uh no, but it's good. I've been stockpiling fancy beers. So nice. if worse comes to worse and Riverside does have to close, I can still keep rolling with shows. Right. Just drinking my reserved fancy beers. But yeah, I was going to close this out here. Okay. I doubt you do, but you got anything to plug? Me and Natasha doing a nationwide tour. Instagram stories at Natasha Farrier making art. Uh, I'm not a hack. Uh, I don't have anything out right now. <laughs> um, if you need a bounty hunter, let me know and I will fucking kill people for money. I swear to God. No, that's real. If anybody out there needs somebody killed, then mow me a hundred dollars and I'll, I'll a hundred dollars. That's it. Yeah. That's how much I want. Okay. That's how broke he is. That's how poor I am. 
Okay. Dude, yeah, but if you know somebody like, out there, if you know people out like there, like, if you know some people out there just like not helping the curve and like how quickly we can fix this, mm. the stupidity of America. We need preachers killed who are doing services with 2,000 people. I'll kill them. If you need just people dead, everybody needs people dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you've been watching Tiger King, everybody needs somebody dead. I am hiring. I'm, I'm available for service. I've got a sword, and I will do it discreetly. Hiring. I think you may have just invented a word there. Hiring. It's like horny, but you really want a job. <laughs> it's like. I like it. God damn it. I'm so hiring right now. I've got a sword. <laughs> I want to work. We all are. Yeah. We all are. I've got a sword and I'm bored. Yeah. Well, on that note, I'm close out here. All right. Been a fun time. You guys can stay on, on the line here. I'm not closing you guys out. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. Like I said, at the top of the show, they are still open. They are open till 8 each day. And uh, I don't know if they're actually delivering, but also support your local spots, people. I know, like, Naked River, Chattanooga Brewing Company, Andy Burke, our mayor, just rolled over a bunch of laws allowing you to... Uh, basically sell anything in your establishment and that includes delivery beer delivery beer without food so hit your local breweries if you need food you do not need to leave your house you can get it t- it brought straight to you and that's straight from the brewery it's not going through some bullshit middleman like dinner delivered or uber eats or anything like that somebody from the brewery will come drop it off and uh that's kind of the best way to stay safe stay socially distant i think chattanooga's been doing a phenomenal job so far and maybe we can cap this curve off because the sooner we do maybe we can get back to nightfall and get all that shit going in the summer so please stay home i think it's a good idea wear some sort of mask when you go out um it's not necessarily for you it's for protecting other people and if other people would wear a mask and everybody wear a mask it protects everybody from everybody's selves so wear a mask wear gloves sanitize be safe be secure and uh, again be safe and clean out there guys Uh, This has been episode 141 of the Breach Out Podcast. (laughs) 